The following episode of Orange Wave is not intended for children. It contains discussions of sensitive and potentially distressing topics, including homophobia, transphobia, school shootings, and other forms of violence. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Okay, so I'm sure if you've logged on to X slash Twitter, Truth Social, Freds, or any of these other platforms with highly divisive bases, I'm sure that you've seen at least a handful of posts talking about a quote, trans shooter epidemic. And if you've heard that, I'd like to ask you the simple question of what came to mind when you read that and why? Was it Nashville, Tennessee? Was it Club Q? Was it maybe Uvalde, Texas? Or was it some more recent one? I'm going to let that sit with you while the intro plays and then I will explain why it doesn't matter. Hello and welcome to Orange Wave, the series discussing progressive news, culture, and all things related to the NDP. I am your host, Will Adams, and as I established before the intro played, you probably had a very specific shooting in mind when I asked which came to mind, whether you believe in the trans shooter epidemic theory or not. I won't say which one I personally had in mind because it isn't relevant. I could have made this short episode back during Nashville, Tennessee, and it would have the exact same results. But during Nashville, Tennessee, I didn't want to park my ass in front of a microphone because this definitely would be a lot more controversial and sensitive when it happened. Mainly due to the fact that it had a religious angle and it got the Christian community upset, which makes sense. I'll explain shortly why this is an episode I could have made months ago. But what I will say, the event most recent to this episode was a shooting in Perry, Iowa where someone ended up shooting up the place, fatally wounding one and harming several others. I will not actually talk about that one in particular because I do not know all the details about it like I do with these other ones I, that I will be talking about. And I'm not gonna mislead people by pretending that I do know the full context. I'm just using it as a segue to give context and spread awareness to something that I see as an issue. Okay, so why am I actually talking about it? Well. That's because the right-wing establishment media is claiming that the person who shot up the school in Perry, Iowa is gender diverse in some way, and thus is using that to push a bunch of rhetoric saying that trans people are dangerous and they commit more crimes and shootings and they're coming after the children and so on and so on and so on. But that the that person that, that killed these killers, first of all, look at this guy. He's in the LGBTQ community. By the way, when the cops showed up like a coward, he shot and killed himself. But you know, trans he was transgender fluid. And then let's let's look at this pattern. Remember the, the Colorado Spring shooter a while back? Anderson Lee Aldrich, non-binary. Remember the Nashville shooter, the Audrey Hale? Uh transgender. Aberdeen, Maryland shooter, uh Snowchi Mosley, transgender. similarities to those things of course you investigate more but 
but, but to not take note of that, you absolutely should take note of that. The right-wing establishment media, with its very open and non-discreet agenda against trans rights, is framing this in a very specific way. They want to establish a new stereotype to utilize alongside their other talking points and stereotypes. They want the script pre-written for any situation involving gender-diverse people, so that way everything, all the time, can be the fault of the trans community, no matter what happens. And the reason they want this is because it indoctrinates the public opinion to be more negative which makes it easier for them to pass discriminatory laws. And if they can't get discriminatory laws passed, it still creates a really big culture of fear, which means that extremist politicians who have no solutions to real problems like housing, healthcare, affordability, school lunches, or any problems that real people face, it allows them to deal with this boogeyman problem involving gender diverse people that they made up, a problem that isn't actually real. But the fact that they're dealing with a fake issue allows these useless politicians to keep getting re-elected, which gives them more money. And moreover, creating a culture of fear like this puts more money into the firearms industry. It puts more money into the pockets of the right-wing establishment media as they are able to get these interviews, which drives up their ratings. And ratings in cable news means money. Ads in internet news means money. But make no mistake here, we have seen the huge extent of the lucrative possibilities that transphobic rhetoric can offer to people since circa 2021 with the rise of people like Kaya Raychik, the operator of the Libs of TikTok social media personality. I'm actually writing an entire episode about this person and it is going to be a really long one. I want to properly shed light on the fact that the blood of gender diverse youth and peoples in general are on her hands, and how she is responsible for helping create the culture of fear that we're discussing right now. So I won't get too much into her specifically, but what I will talk about is the methods that she utilizes, because it is relevant here. The strategies that Kaya Raichik utilizes has had a big influence on the mainstream conservative news industry. That is because the overwhelming majority of the news media whether they are left or right, are like any other company or organization out there. It's a business, one where money is always in the picture. The news media has two priority goals in mind when they write, type, or broadcast. Their first goal is to get you to tune in to the next broadcast because it makes the whole endeavor profitable to begin with. And the way they accomplish that is second to it. Their goal after that is to entertain you. Oftentimes, They'll make something more sensational than it is in reality, or they will utilize certain personalities. You know, Fox News has people like Sean Hannity, for example. Once they manage to do all those things, then they will try to report a story. They can accomplish all three things mentioned by trying to find a niche, or in worst cases, creating an echo chamber. Even independent media such as myself or Pink News need to do something to stand out. Government-funded media like CBC, Russia Today, or BBC is not much better because they always push the agenda of either the government directly or a particular political party. I know that might be a bold statement, but the British Broadcast Corporation has proven that they care a lot more about sharing a dead teenage trans girl's dead name instead of, you know, actual news. So what about Kaya? What does she actually have to do with this? 
Again, I have an episode about her coming up, so I won't get too much into her tactics and how she has strategically laid out the groundwork and ultimately carries a lot of the responsibility for how the media does spread anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. So I will use just one example of hers to make my point clear. Kaya Rachik on her personal X account posted this image earlier in the month. It is a collage claiming them to be the past few major shooters and also claiming them to be gender diverse. This is the first problem, the premise behind it. This at its conception is an emotionally manipulative collage that whether it's true or not, which I'll get into in a second, relies on the viewer having recency bias. This image wants you to believe that this handful of people is the majority of the situation. And just by looking at this collage, I am able to notice several errors that prove my point. Let's start off at the very top. We will talk more about the Colorado Springs shooting in a future episode. However, what I will say is that including Anderson Lee Altridge alone proves my point because it's dishonest and it's designed to make you angry. Anderson Lee Aldridge is not non-binary. He was not transgender. He was not gender diverse in any way. That was a lie that him and his lawyer made up so that way they could soften the blow of charges. He was as far right as they come and his grandfather also served under Donald Trump. Moving on. The Denver shooter that they chose to put here was also deliberately chosen to mislead you and make you angry. First off, because the Denver shooting actually had multiple shooters. This person was one of two, and this person wasn't even gender diverse in the first place. The other guy who was involved is trans, but they decided to put this guy in the image instead, despite the fact that this guy is not trans. Why did they put this guy in the image? I'll tell you why they put him in the image. Because it looks better for propaganda because he has weird looking hair. And the picture of the Uvalde, Texas shooter. This person is not a shooter and has never been a shooter. The photo used in this collage was a transgender woman that the right-wing establishment media took off Reddit without permission, I might add. And then they decided to make it some weird spin and claim that Salvador Ramos was this person and also a trans person. The person pictured has never even been in the same state as the town of Uvalde, Texas, which is in Texas. And guess what? Kaya Rachik knows all this stuff and she knew it when she posted the image. She is aware that there is misinformation about three of the five people on the image. She is aware that the image is invalid in the context of education because of the fact that it has misinformation on it. As always with Kaya, no apology, no correction, not even a simple redaction and pretend it didn't happen. As of recording, you can still go onto her X page and find this collage posted. My question to the right-wing establishment media is simple, and if you can answer it without rhetoric or a narrow worldview, then it's a simple question to answer. If there is an epidemic of trans shooters like you so claim there to be, then what do we call the overwhelming majority of shootings that happen throughout the year besides the ones you have decided to cherry pick? The ones that are committed by cisgender people, usually male who are Republican and have an AR-15. People who in their manifestos have said that they follow the right-wing establishment media. Cisgender people in America doing major shootings alone in between the years of 2018 and 2023, they did it 942 times more than any gender diverse person did. What do you call that? Although this episode was just a quick response to something I saw as an issue, there are more episodes coming where I'm going to talk about this issue because this is an issue worth talking about. I have not seen anyone talk about this issue in a way that I see satisfactory, so I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to bring attention to the people who are telling outrageous lies about this, who are doing so in an effort to create a culture of fear, so that way more money can be put into the firearms industries and to their pockets. A bunch of diabolical people is what these people are, and that is what we will be talking about. But I'm going to conclude this episode by saying one thing. We need to put an end to this culture of fear and rhetoric, or else we're going to start seeing people get hurt. 
Breaking news, police say at least five people are dead after a shooting at a Colorado Springs nightclub.